Hello and welcome to another Contemplative Living, where we try to give some brief, you know, 15-minute podcasts on contemplations that help us to live a better life and to bring that into our everyday life. So today we're going to talk about kind of the foundation, foundation of our practice and how we bring discipline into it because discipline forms a strong foundation. You know, Spirit once said to me that in the realm of spirituality, discipline is not merely a practice or a set of rules. It's the very bedrock upon which we connect and how we connect to the divine. And so, you know, that's what we're really going to talk about today is we're going to talk about how we connect and how we create our spiritual practice and how we use discipline, especially at the beginning, to, you know, set that bedrock and get it moving. So let's get to it. Welcome. Now creating a life of peace. This is Contemplative Living with David Bennett. Contemplations and Reflections To help with spiritual living This podcast is made possible by dharmatalks.com Okay, so we're talking about how discipline forms a strong foundation. And we need, through discipline and wholesome actions, made in our daily lives, we lay our foundation. So a foundation needs to be strong. It needs to be durable. It needs, you know, we don't want it teetering when we're going about our day-to-day business. We want our foundation to be there supporting us, empowering us, and helping us in our day-to-day life and in our interactions with everyone else. So it's really critical that we find a way to do that. And one of the best way is to focus on a discipline and to use that discipline, just like I use contemplation, meditation, mindfulness, all of those are great practices that help, but to really get them going, We need a little bit of, you know, discipline, self-discipline. Sometimes maybe we need to set a time or a place, you know, that we can do this sort of thing. But we, we need to take that action. And those are the wholesome actions that I'm talking about here. You know, we need to put that into our life. And it really benefits us in so many different ways. It helps us to, um, to calm and, and, and to, uh, you know, and, and to be a better being, be a better being. And, you know, I, I see you, I see you on the chat saying, yeah, I, you know, discipline is hard. It's hard to stick to a routine, but you know what? When I find, I found over time that once I established a, a routine or once I established something, then I look forward to it. I start, it's, it's begin to grow in my life. So yeah, thanks for that comment. I'm really glad that you're here. And, uh, and so let's see, it helps to develop your ideal and come back to it frequently. 
you know, imagine you're um, on a ship and you're sailing across this vast ocean and it's driven by the wind and guided by its captain. And just like this ship, our lives are propelled forward by our dreams, by our aspirations and our ideals, especially our ideals. These ideals serve as beacons of light in times of darkness, keeping us focused on our desired destination. So how do we develop these ideals? Well, it begins with introspection. You know, understanding who we are at our core and what truly matters to us. This self-discovery process allows us to uncover our passions, our values, and belief in what will ultimately shape our ideals. So once identified, it's crucial that we don't let these ideals collect dust on forgotten shelves <laughs> or in the recesses of our mind. You know, we have to revisit them regularly. That's, that's what practice is, right? And so like a sailor who's maybe tending their lines, they care for it. They carefully coil those lines so that they're ready to be of service at any time. And your ideal often provides clarity. That clarity is needed in our lives. And it reminds you why you started this journey in the first place. When challenges arise or distractions tempt you and, and lead you astray, connecting rejuvenates your spirit and it strengthens your resolve. So please try to allow room for growth within your ideals because ensuring that they, that ensures that they remain aligned with who you become over time. So our ideals evolve. So we need to nurture them throughout every stage of our life's voyage. You know, it's just, it's an ongoing process. And so negative actions of the body, speech, or mind deeply register in our subconscious, keeping us feeling restless. Now, uh, I'm sure you, I know I have definitely had some negative actions that I've done and, and I've regretted it almost immediately. I realized that I just went negative, you know, and so I try to catch myself, you know, because that does resonate within me and it, and it knocks me off track because, you know, it, 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 it makes me restless. It, it makes me not feel centered. And so I try to avoid as much of the negative reactions as I can in the process of my day-to-day. -day. So, our true self is wisdom. And careful discipline aligns our actions with our divine nature. You know, in the depths of our being lies a reservoir of knowledge. It transcends societal expectations and limiting beliefs. And this inner wisdom is not bound by external influences, but it emerges from a place that's untouched by fear or doubt. And to tap into this wellspring of truth, because that's what it is, it's our inner truth, we must approach life with discipline. And it begins with setting clear intentions, grounding ourselves in the present moment, 
cultivating self-awareness. And you know, I talk about self-awareness all the time, but discipline helps us navigate the complexities of existence. And we strive to connect with something greater than ourselves. When we embrace disciplined practices like meditation, journaling, or even physical exercise, we create space for intuitive insights to emerge. It's that quietness we can suddenly hear. And these practices allow us to access our inner guidance system. We all have an inner guidance system, but many times we just don't take the time to listen. And that system is an unwavering compass that leads us toward authenticity and keeps us aligned. So through careful discipline, we strip away the layers of falsehood and we strip them away until only the essence, our essence remains unadulterated wisdom flowing through every fiber of our being. Our cells are alive with memory and we become vessels for universal truths while simultaneously at the same time, embracing the uniqueness within each and every one of us. So discipline means ensuring our mind does not swing from impulse to impulse. I know when I lose my focus and when I get caught up in the circumstances <laughs> that, you know, my mind starts to just jump around. It's that chattery mind comes forward. And so using that discipline, especially my practice is in the morning. I spend a short period of time in meditation, in contemplation, and then I, I do a little bit of journaling of what it is that I just experienced in my morning practice. And that sets my tone that sets that allows me to step forward in the day with a clear focus. And my mind is clear. I'm more productive. I'm more on task. And so, and when I don't, if I skip it, if something comes up and I have to rush and get up and run, I just, I'm out of sorts. So when we associate with upright companions, we naturally give rise to the qualities of virtue and wisdom. So it's, it's important that we surround ourselves with folks that help us to elevate our nature our being of who we are. I know after I had my NDE, uh, my, my values changed, my ideals changed. And so, um, it was interesting that, you know, some of, some of my friends didn't resonate with who I was becoming. And so they kind of drifted away and it was sad. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't real happy about it, but suddenly new friends came into my life who were more aligned with what my new vision is. And so 
And with that, with these new fellows, with these new companions, with these new friendships, and this new sense of community, I found that their virtue and their wisdom helped buoy me up, helped give me what I needed, as well as me contributing to their self-worth. So it's important that we surround ourselves with community, with fellowship that we can rely on. Now, an ethical foundation benefits the present life and future generations. So an ethical foundation serves as a compass and it guides us toward making principled decisions that shape our character and impact society at large. Whether it's in personal relationships or professional endeavors, an ethical framework brings harmony, goodwill, and long-term success. You know, in our world, things are moving rapidly and cultivating an ethical foundation is more vital than ever. It offers us the opportunity to evaluate the consequences of our actions beyond the immediate gains and consider how they affect others and the environment. So by practicing empathy, honesty, respect for diversity, um, social responsibility, and environmental stewardship within our daily lives, we contribute to a healthier ecosystem for both humans and nature. So by embodying ethics as part of our fundamental identity, rather than viewing them as just mere abstract concepts or even rules that are imposed upon us, then we empower ourselves to make conscious choices aligned with what truly matters. And we're creating a better present life for all of us while leaving behind a legacy that inspires future generations to build upon these ethical foundations. You know, our children, they watch us. They see how we interact with others. They see how we behave ourselves. And they pick up on what, how we interact and how we treat them, how we treat our family, how we treat our friends, our circle, our community. And they then pick up those values. So it's another reason why we want to establish that ethical foundation. It's another reason why we want to work on our practice, bring it into, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to have a practice, but to just have a practice and then set it aside and go about our day isn't really benefiting us. We need to use our practice, focus on it, and then bring it into our day-to-day -day life and allow it to help us be centered, to, to allow it to, to give us guidance and to be there for us as we go about our business. Thank you so much for being here today, and I hope you have a blessed week. Namaste. Thank you for listening today to Contemplative Living with David Bennett. 
Please be sure to subscribe, listen, and share with your friends, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the Podbean app. You can find the links to these on David's website, dharmatalks.com, on the Contemplative Living page. Have a blessed week.